Well, good morning and welcome to beautiful, well, it's not downtown Tylertown, Mississippi, but it is outside of Tylertown, Mississippi, and it's beautiful to me. We hope, we hope things are going well for you. It is Friday morning, man, I'm telling you, February the 5th already. Gosh, this year is flying by. <sighs> okay, listen, if you have your copy of God's Word, if you'll turn with me to the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 through 15, Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 through 15, and as you're turning there, we're going to do the introductory stuff. We're going to get that stuff out of the way. I call it fluff. I call it stuff you have to do, let people know who you are, where you're from, what you're doing, and why you're doing it, and all that kind of stuff. But we don't spend a lot of time on it, and sometimes I forget to do it. And um, uh, we, I, This is DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word podcast, and we're glad that you are here. We record these podcasts on Anchor. They are available on a number of venues, whatever podcast uh, venue you use. It, it's probably there. If not, go to another one and find it there. You say, well, how do you think we found it if we're not listening to podcasts? Well, uh, people do share the podcast from time to time with others. People do let other people listen. And then we do put it on our Facebook page. Uh, often, not every time, but often, and this day's here, uh, and was it my story, our story, their stories? <laughs> Some kind of story. Who knows what Facebook's calling it today? I hope I don't upset them by saying that because I don't want to be censored. But anyway, it's on that that thing. But it stays there about 24 hours. Now, you can also find many uh, videos and uh, that we've done, podcasts that we've done, and other things we've done on our, web, on our Facebook page. We don't have a website. Sorry about that. Uh, my personal page, Danny Smith, or our DK Ministries page. Lots of things there. We put the... Uh, our Sunday services from uh, right now, South Pacoma Baptist Church, where we serve as interim pastor. You say, how long have you been there? A year, uh, a little over a year. In fact, a year and two months. Now, if you ask me, then they'd probably say too long. But <laughs> we've only been there a year. And actually, uh, we probably have been there a little longer than they planned or thought. But no one dreamed that we'd have a pandemic. And no one dreamed that a year into the pandemic, we'd still have a pandemic. And instead of fixing things, you know, we'd be telling people wear two masks and all kinds of, well, I'm just telling you, aren't you getting a little, uh, just, you know, if you had hair, it'd make you want to pull it out. I don't have hair, so there's nothing to pull. But man, some of the things coming out of Washington and other places today, oh man, let's see, I think I had a phrase for that. For that. Heaven help us. There we go. I'm telling you, these are crazy days, crazy times we live in. And that's why we're going to look at this passages in the book of Joshua, passage, excuse me, in the the book of Joshua, and, and we're going to learn uh, some things that we need to learn and discuss the things we need to discuss, and then uh, and just hopefully uh, learn what Joshua learned. And it came to pass, Joshua chapter 5, verse 13, they say, you just started reading. No, no, no. I told you at the beginning where to turn. You have to be ready. Uh, and I know by now, if you've not gotten your copy of God's Word out, you've not looked it up on your phone, your 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 device, whatever it is, you're not going to. I hope that you will later. But we have to move on because the people who are listening <laughs> are going to listen forever if we don't move on. And so Joshua 5, 13. Listen, listen, that's not meant to offend you or, or aggravate you. It's just meant to bring a little levity to the morning, okay? Here you go. Lighten up. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, a man stood opposite him with a sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or for our adversaries? And so he said, no, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? I know you hear the dog in the background. Nothing I can do about that. Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, I take your sandal off your foot for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Now, Joshua was learning. He was he was becoming the leader in Israel. He has, 
He has served, he has lived a committed, dedicated life. He has been a good man, good guy, good servant, good, going to be, you know, a good, all these things. And we could keep going, but he, he, he gets a lesson here, a reminder here that, you know, you're not everything you need to be. You're not self-sufficient, however you want to explain it. And you have to get your priorities lined up. Joshua learned a lesson that we need to learn. I hope you've been reading your Bible this year. If so, you probably remember uh, Joshua and this story, what happened and where they went from there. Uh, when I read this story, when I begin to look at the things uh, that Joshua went through, just right here, just this, this tiny capsule, this, this tiny look, you can't set aside what you know before, what you learn after, uh, but just we don't have time. So so in this in this day, in this moment, this time, in this podcast, we're just stopping and kind of grazing right here for a moment. And, and there's seven things that come to my mind that uh, when I read, when I learn, when I listen, and I, and I think about Joshua, who he was, and what he did, and, and how he served, and then think about where he goes on to do, what he goes on to do, and how he goes on to serve. And then I think about our lives. There's seven things that really come to mind. I've said seven three or four times now, so you should have that. Number one, um, Let's do it this way. Seven things we need today and seven things we think we need. Number one, news of the day. We don't really need the news of the day near as much as, as we, we need, uh, the, as we do the need of the moment being met. Um, my friend, let me tell you something. God is a God who is not bound by the news. If you listen to the news today, you will go bonkers. I don't know. You, you turn on one channel and they're, you know, they're censoring this one. You turn on another one. This one's apologizing for that. And oh, it's just crazy. Well, the news of the day will drive you, well, like I said, bonkers or whatever. But the need of the moment, if it goes unmet, if we don't get that grace, that touch of grace that we need, and that's what we need, then we're going to miss out and we're not going to have it. Uh, instead of the fear of citizens, which we have today, I listen, there are a lot of people who are afraid about what's happening, what's taking place. A lot of people are fearful uh, about things that have, have been dec decreed, I guess. I don't, I don't even know what to say about this. And we have fear of citizens. And what we need right now is the faith of believers. We need believers to stand faithfully for God and to stand up. A friend of mine yesterday uh, <laughs> posted something about, uh, about too many preachers today preach safe sermons. And, and they're right. I kind of, I kind of, uh, read them a little bit about it, but, um, they're right. Too many guys, you know, are going to the pulpits and please the people. And we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta please the Lord. And, and what we need is faith of believers to stand up who've heard good, solid biblical truth and they stand on it and don't fall, uh, for the ways of the world. You know, somebody once said, and I don't know who it was, but, and I haven't heard it in years, but I heard it a lot, uh, for a while, some years ago. And so I can't credit who said it. Uh, and I certainly am not original with it, so I'm not trying to steal it. But someone said, and like I said, I've seen it printed uh, lots of places, you have to know what you stand for or you'll fall for anything. And boy, there's a lot of people today's world, they're falling for anything. They're falling for everything. I mean, uh, there's somebody says there's a dozen genders. The next thing you know, oh no, there's two dozen, there's three dozen. There's four. Well, you know, uh, falling that... Uh, not male, you know, and not believing you just male and female, got all this other nonsense. Uh, people fall for all kinds of lies and all kinds of things and because they don't know what they believe. We've got to get back. We need to have the faith of believers instead of moving on the, the fear of citizens. Today, we often have the words of people, and often it's the wrong people. They're spouting the wrong message. What we need is the Word of God. Uh, 
I, I look and I, I think about them um, censoring Parler, uh, which was a, a, a group similar to Facebook, not quite Facebook, and 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 how I don't I don't think it it's, it may come back. It's not going to come back in its form. And its idea was, its basis was that you'd have the ability to speak freely. Well, that means what what they have or now they're they're proving of of places where you can't speak freely. Now I understand there's you know like you can't go in the theater and and scream fire. That's that's right. That's good. Uh, but gosh, when we start in America limiting free speech, who we got a problem. Now here here and here's the other side of the coin. The speech that they're not limiting is dangerous. I mean, I'm telling you, there's some crazy, wacko things going on. And, and those are things being said often in our society, in our world by people. We have the quarantining of citizens. And really what we need is a quiet time with God and family. Listen, I don't want to get into a debate about the virus. The virus is real. I've done too many funerals for people who had it. Uh, I, I've, I know people who've had it and, and come through. I know it has all kinds of ramifications and side effects and everything. I understand all that. But we have let this disease become so much of what we talk about and so much of what we believe. We've let it shape everything that is in our society. When the truth is, when you look at the records, look what they've done. For example, no one died from the flu this year because there is no flu this year because we just call it all COVID or whatever you want to say. We have changed the facts to fit the narrative that these people, whoever they are, uh, want to set. And so we've quarantined our citizens, and we've got people. I talked to a lady the other day whose husband is in a facility, and she has not laid eyes on him in a year. In a year. Because they won't let her in, and they won't, they won't bring him to a window where she can see him. So they've quarantined him, they say, for his protection. I'm wondering what he must think, and I know how she thinks, and I know what she feels. We, we need to stop just quarantining people, and but at the same time, we need that quiet time with God. And no, as I said... I'm not speaking, let's be crazy, let's be nuts, let's be whatever, but let's be reasonable. Uh, we're quarantining people. A lot of the people, the, the vast majority of people I know who've had to quarantine did not have the virus. Whether you want to say they were false positives or something, they didn't have the virus and they were fine. My friend, let me tell you something. Uh, find out, look what's happened in New York with all these all these people who died in these nursing homes and, and the governor who did it, not even admitting it and people only aren't even calling his hand on it. Well, that's because, like in the days of Joshua, we've made a choice to listen to the wrong people, and we need to decide who we're going to listen to. Uh, we have the desperation of citizens as to the dependability of believers. And I realize that society and people, well, they're going to be desperate because they hear the news, and, and obviously Satan loves to take, turn, and twist everything and, and get us all upset and, and, and out of whack and all that stuff. But when people look around, when desperate citizens look around, they need to they need to see the dependability of believers who stand on the rock of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They keep telling us where we go. we need food for two weeks when we really need nourishment for eternity. I, I listen, get food, make sure you've got food to feed your family, do the best you can. Um, but the truth is, in the way society is, most people are not going to have food for two weeks in their homes. I don't know what the percentage is going to be, but it's going to be a pretty high percentage. But I do know this, regardless we have two weeks, two months, two years, two days, two hours worth of food in our home, we need more than anything nourishment for eternity. So many people have a burden about economic realities. And and I understand that, you know, uh, in the last two weeks, there have been a lot of people who have lost their jobs in the name of so many different things. And, and so many things are happening. And this isn't a political thing, and I don't want it to be a political thing. Uh, 
But uh, when president, the new president got inaugurated, the, the, the page turned and things changed and we went in another direction. And so there's all kinds of people worried about economic realities because of what's happening. But what we really need more than anything is a burden for lost, hurting, desperate souls that we need to do something. Uh, Joshua learned the lesson we need to learn, that it's more important to be on the Lord's side than our own side. Uh, in this story, we we find that Joshua wants to know if if this guy that he sees, this commander of the Lord's army, although he didn't know who he was at first, sees what well, he asks, are you on our side or our adversary's side? And he makes it clear, no, I'm on the Lord's side. That's where we need to be. We need to be on the Lord's side. We need to line up, Lord, in our thoughts, in our commitments, in our actions. So many of us decide what we're going to do, then do it, and ask God to come along for the ride. But that is not the way to go. It is the old instruction that comes from the Lord that we need to follow. Here is the way. Walk in it. Jesus invited us to go his way. He never said that we could or should expect him to go our way. I know that this goes against the grain of our world. We think, keep doing what we want. Expect God to bless it. But that is missing the mark. The mark, the point is that we walk his way, not our way. Joshua had to make a choice, and he did. He dropped the I am the man in charge attitude and became the soldier for the Lord. Uh, this happened as they went to took Jericho. And it was a victory, a great victory for Israel. But the lesson was not learned. Well, God was with them. While God was blessing and leading them, some sinned, well, and that sin led to defeated Ai. I know there's much more we can say here, but the point is uh, that we need to make sure that we are on the right side, that we are following the right one. Uh, I know a lot of people are putting their trust in various things. Uh, I don't know how they can do that in today's world because so many of those things are trusting or proven untrustworthy. But I'll tell you here, as Joshua found out, so I found out myself, and I hope you have found out as well, the best thing to do, the blessed place to stand is with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Well, are you on his side or the side of his adversaries of what it comes down to? Listen, I'm glad you tuned in today. I hope you I hope you enjoyed it. This is uh, DK Ministries proclaiming the word podcast. I hope there was something said today that uh, struck a thought, struck a chord. It's, oh, you know, I need to get in line. Our goal is to give you something to think about, not sell you something, uh, and not rip you off <laughs> with something, uh, but to get you to think about your faith, your life, your commitment to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are glad that you are here. We hope that you'll listen and continue to listen. Let us know what you think. Uh, DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all or a case. That's how you get a hold of us. The best way, send us an email. Let me give that to you again. Uh, DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all or a case. Uh, send us an email. Let us know, hey, I like that, didn't like that. Yeah, keep on, brother, I'm praying for you. And man, I hope you get better at this before long or whatever it is. Uh, just give us a shout out. Give us a holler. We'd love to have it. Uh, you can look us up on the Facebook, as a friend of mine says. Uh, I don't know if he says anymore because I'm not sure he's on Facebook anymore. But it, <laughs> anyway, you can look us up on the Facebook, DK Ministries. Uh, you'll find videos and, and Bible teachings there. Look up my personal page on the podcast are often there, especially the ones that we share on our story, which we'll do with this one in a little while, uh, or my story, whatever Facebook calls it. It'll be there for about 24 hours, as far as I know, if nothing's changed. And um, it'll be there, and hopefully you'll find it and listen to it. And we uh, that is one way we try to reach uh, people as well. So 
Listen to the podcast. Tell others about it. Get them to listen to it. Look, look us up on Facebook and then go to the podcast. And you can look up the whole library, listen to the whole library, and catch up. As one person texted me about, uh, about a week or so ago, they called up. I mean, they've listened to every podcast we've ever made. I don't know how they did that. Bless their heart. They got a strong tolerance, but uh, they always, they're always a blessing to us because they, they, they write or text or, or drop a note somehow, some way from time to time and encourage us. And boy, that does encourage us. But anyway. We're glad that you're here and hope that you'll be back. Let us know what you think. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. As I said, uh, we record these on Anchor. That is the venue uh, that we use. You can listen to them on Anchor or you can find them in other places. And I, I stopped trying to name them because uh, I don't know them all. And, and people haven't, I haven't heard lately any new one. And so rather than just being so repetitive about things, I've decided, okay, when I hear about a new one, I'll let you know that. So if you're listening in a new place... Let us know, and we'll give them a plug, and maybe people will go there. I know the tendency is not to listen to podcasts. I don't know how you heard this, but I hope uh, that you'll make us a regular and start listening to the podcast. Remember, let's make sure that we are on the Lord's side. God bless you. Have a great day.